Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Jordan Canlis here, speaker, coach, and founder of State Shifters, and you're listening to the State Shifters podcast, the show designed to help conscious achievers master their internal state and break free from the limiting patterns that are keeping them stuck so you can live a life of passion, purpose, and freedom. And on this podcast, you're going to receive everything you need to evolve physically, emotionally, spiritually, and you're going to be getting the tools, the strategies, the live coaching, interviews, all from conscious creators who are also living their purpose and leaving their mark on the world. And really, it's it's my belief that we're all capable of greatness. And once we have the courage to own our pain and learn the lessons from our past, we can create a future built around our purpose. And my intention with this show is to really give you the resources you need to help to tap into your unique soul mission and really live life from a beautiful state of being. So with that being said, if you want more resources, tools, support on your journey, then feel free to go to state-shifters.com. I have a few, few free workbooks and webinars and videos you can check out. If you want to join my free Facebook community, you can click the link in the show description. And if you're interested in getting help from me or some mentoring, if you want to accelerate your evolution and move beyond these limiting patterns that are holding you back from living your soul's purpose, then send me an email, jordan at state-shifters.com or go to state-shifters.com slash work with me and we can tee up a call. Other than that, enjoy today's episode. Welcome to the State Shifters Podcast, a show dedicated to helping you discover your true potential through connecting the mind, body, and soul. Okay, good morning. Jumping on live, recording my weekly lessons here as always on a Monday morning, sharing my lessons for the week. I'm excited to to dive into this week's segment. It's Monday morning here in Australia. Just had an amazing start to my Monday. Been up early, had a workout, and I've just got back from the beach where I had a nice cold dip, and now I've just picked up a marcher on the way home. So great start to the Monday. And I'm going to give it a few more a few more moments for anyone else who wants to join. Uh, I've got a few more questions I'm going to be answering on today's live as well. So I'm going to be getting to them uh, shortly before the time runs out. But I guess my main intention for, for this week's lessons video is to really put across some really clear guidance that's been coming my way. Like I've been, over the last couple of weeks, been asking, and I, I put out a post last night, around asking for guidance, you know, setting the intention that life shows you the next steps in your journey. And when you set that intention and you ask for guidance, it sometimes takes a week, sometimes might take two weeks or a month for that guidance to show up. Sometimes it happens right away, but sometimes we have to be a little bit patient. Uh, The intention setting process requires an element of surrender. Like we set the intention, we surrender that guidance will come to us exactly when we need it and for me this week a bit of that guidance has been coming through and i'm starting to see some directions in which life wants me to move and i'm going to share with you today on what that guidance was but one of the main lessons that again i took this week and for anyone who got to see my post i i shared the actual power and benefit in going out and immersing in nature like there's, there's benefit in spending a little bit of time in nature throughout your day, but fully immersing, meaning spending a full day on a hike 
or maybe going out camping or just being somewhere where you're fully immersed in and around nature's energy, it does something. Because on uh, Saturday, I went about an hour and a half south. So I'm in Perth, Western Australia. If you go an hour and a half south, you get down to about a place called Bunbury. And there's some beautiful hikes in and around that region. And I haven't properly explored that yet. I've spent a couple of years living in Canada doing lots of hikes and exploring that area. But it was great to get out and explore southwestern Australia. And, you know, being out in nature for a full day hiking and really getting to, you know, absorb some of the natural frequency of just being in nature brings so much clarity to the mind. So... Being hiking for a full day on Saturday, you know, getting to really connect with nature. And I set that intention going into it. I wanted to receive guidance from nature. And, you know, when I came home from that hike, my mind was so much more at peace. And when your mind is at peace, that's when you can start to subtly tune into, like, it's like whispers. I I feel nature will whisper to you. And the quieter your mind is, the more you'll start to, like, pick up on these faint little directions and pulls that that life wants you to go. So when you immerse in nature, you give yourself a chance to properly really silence the mind or absorb the the natural frequency of the earth, which is the Schumann resonance. The earth has a measurable frequency, 7.83 hertz, the Schumann resonance, you can look that up. So when you go into nature, you're absorbing this, the natural harmony, natural balance of the way the earth is vibrating. And when you pick up on that, it, it like it, creates coherence and balance in you. When you're in coherence and balance, you start to absorb these signals. Nature's sending us signals. And as I was walking through this uh, hike on Saturday, I was just like really, the mushrooms recently have started to show up in my life in a really significant way. Over the last couple of weeks, I've been microdosing psilocybin for the last few years, like very rarely sometimes. But, you know, since looking into more tonic herbalism and a couple of podcasts ago uh, I had uh, Mason Taylor on who's the founder of Superfeast which is one of the biggest medicinal mushroom brands here in Australia and if you haven't checked that episode out I highly suggest it you'll learn a ton about how some of these superfood mushrooms are starting to really come into the forefront because of their tremendous power in actually supporting the balance and harmony of our mind our body and our spirit and you know, I was walking around the forest and I'm seeing all these, all these different kinds of mushrooms pop up from, from the ground. And I'm like, wow, this is, it's amazing to, to think that once you start to, one, the mushroom is a consciousness and once it kind of resonates, once you awaken to it, you start to see them everywhere. They start to pull your attention in. You know, you can call it the reticular activating system in the brain or whatever, but I was seeing mushrooms everywhere. I was picking them up, all different colors, different types. And I'm just so fascinated by the, the actual consciousness of mushrooms. If you've, if you've watched the document or the movie documentary, Fantastic Fungi, which I highly suggest you watch. If you haven't seen that already, you'll get a very clear visual representation of the actual network of mycelium that's underneath the earth and how nature's communicating to each other in all these fascinating different ways. But I was just like in awe of like seeing all these mushrooms popping up around my hike. And I was just like, just a true, true beauty to really be immersed in that. So returning from the hike was really a great way to just like reflect and like absorb the beauty and guidance of that, what nature has to offer to us. So my invitation for, for anyone who hasn't really fully immersed in nature, um, go on a full day hike. 
you know, spend a full day fully immersed in nature and go in with the intention of getting clarity, getting guidance, connecting with your purpose, connecting with the earth, whatever you want to receive from your full nature immersion, you will get it if you go in with that intention. So that was a lesson that I took from this week that I, I wanted to share with you guys. Another, another lesson that I, I had, I guess, over the last week was, you know, I've been playing around with, you know, different types of meditation, different types of breath work, different types of routines. Like this week I've been, I've been out working out all of last week. I was working out every morning at 7am and usually I would meditate first, but last week I was working out first, moving the body, having exercise. And when I returned back, I've been playing around with some breath work instead of meditate, meditation, breath work, same sort of thing. But this week I've been doing breath work every morning. And the type of breath work I've been doing is, is a conscious connected breath. And it only takes about 15 minutes. So 15 minutes of continuous breathing in and out through the mouth and more of like a, a rapid, not a rapid rate, but more of like a, a flowy circular breath. And done for about 15 minutes, you'll get into a really, really deep state of meditation. And it doesn't take that long. And it can start to really sharpen your awareness. And one thing I am noticing when it comes to meditation when it comes to starting to silence your mind and be more present one of the, the most important factors in that in your ability to be present comes down to your ability to concentrate and it's something i've noticed in myself you know obviously coming back from toronto living in a big city where, where there's lots of distractions around we've got a lot of distractions around all the time and that's affecting our ability to concentrate so your ability to concentrate is like how long can you focus your attention on something that's happening. Like how long can you read a book for, like read pages in a book before your mind starts thinking about other things? How long can you pay attention to me talking before you start thinking about what you're gonna do tomorrow? And I realized in myself that sometimes my concentration wasn't very high. Like I was, that's why I realized sometimes in my meditations it might take me 45 minutes to finally get into a really deep, peaceful state because my mind was so distracted. So training your ability to concentrate is going to improve the effectiveness of your meditations because it's not going to take you as long to just slip into the, this nice, beautiful, peaceful, calm, alpha state of mind because you've trained your mind to be able to do that. But if your mind's like a, like a squirrel, like a rabbit, it's just like bouncing around doing different things, it's going to be a lot harder to, to calm it down. So some ways you can practice concentration is like embed the practice throughout your day. You know, train your ability to stay focused and present in the moment when you're driving a car or when you're drinking a coffee. Can you be fully present without thinking about something else? When you're walking, can you be fully there? Can you focus on every step? These little micro meditations that you insert in your day raises your, your mind's ability to concentrate, to be present. So I invite you to try this next time. See how long you can keep your mind fully here before it thinks off and has the next thought. And you might notice that the gaps between your thoughts are quite small initially. But as you start to practice it over time, these gaps between your thinking are gonna go from five seconds to six seconds. And then you might notice you can maintain longer periods of stillness over time. I'm gonna jump onto the questions. I had a bunch of questions that people sent over last night and I wanted to address them. So let's start with Emily's one. So the question to ask last night was, what do you want me to address on live? What are some challenges you've had this week? And Emily's question was eliminating foods that I know 
uh, depriving me of my energy, but choosing them for comfort. You know, this is something that like uh, I'll re- I resonate with this because on you know Friday nights, Saturday nights is when I'll kind of like have some cheap foods and just like I don't know have have, have some foods that probably aren't going to serve my energy, like Emily said. And I actually think that sometimes having these little cheat days allows you to just kind of remind you that yeah, this is why I eat healthy because you wake up feeling a little bit like brain fog. So. Again, going back to when you're more present, when, you're, when your mind's still and you're more connected to your body, you can actually feel into what does my body need right now? Is this, is this, are these foods going to serve me? Uh, is, is this food going to give me the energy that I need or is this going to take energy from me? So I notice when I'm stuck in my mind, when I'm not connected with my body, that's when I start making poor food choices. So it comes right back to how mindful are you? How, how focused and how... How in tune with your body are you? So for me, that's like throughout the week, I really want to practice that. But then again, sometimes I love, you know, like I love having bread. So I'll always get like a fresh bread on the weekend. And I know that's not that unhealthy, but sometimes we want to, we want to have the things we enjoy. So on to the next one. Thank you, Emily. Here we've got Pedro creating a morning routine and the discipline to stick with it. The morning routine is everything. Like morning routines for me, it sets the tone for the day. And like I started, told you guys today when I jumped on here, the morning routine was, was crucial because it allows you to start off the day on, on the, on the front foot. So committing to something that's going to work for you, for me requires like give it a week, choose your routine and map it out the day before, the night before or Sunday is a great time to do it. Get, get your calendar out and map out, okay, tomorrow morning, I'm going to get up at this time. I'm going to do this. I'm going to meditate for this long. I'm going to work out at this time. Map it out. When you get up in the morning and if you have to think about what you're doing in the morning, you're on the back foot. You're wasting time. You're wasting energy. The morning routine shouldn't require your thinking. It should just be get up and go. So I think planning there is essential. And once you plan out your morning routine and execute on it, it gives you a shit ton of confidence. It, it builds momentum in your mind as well. So try that out. If you plan your morning routine in advance and then execute on it and you get feedback, then you're going to really start to see what works and find what works for you. So big ups to Pedro for that one. That's a, that's a good question. Morning routines are key. Uh, we've got Faye. To stay motivated to be productive and reach goals. So I resonate with this one too. Because for me, uh, this this week, you know, I have times when I, I kind of lose the motivation sometimes or the motivation drops off a little bit um, to keep pushing and, and do those those hard little things, whether it's like get in a cold bath or, you know, do something uncomfortable. And the way to stay motivated and productive to reach goals really comes down to reminding yourself why you're doing it. Because if you're not tuned into your purpose and why, then you're probably going to need motivation. But if you're dialed into like a mission and a why that's driving you, that's that's greater than yourself, something that gets you excited, you don't often need motivation. Life kind of just like pulls you. So I would say check back in with what's the end goal? Like why are you doing the things that you're doing? What's what's the vision here? And make that vision really exciting. Like get your vision board out. Remind you of like, cool, this is, this is why I'm doing these small little productive tasks because it's pulling me towards this larger goal. I would say check in with your vision. But thank you for that question. Resonate with that too. I got Joan here. Last week, finding my purpose has been a lifelong challenge. Purpose stuff has always been about, for me, connecting with my primary purpose. And 
for all of us, we all have the same primary purpose. Primary purpose is everything. And once you align with your primary purpose, which is, like I said at the start of this, of this live, the primary purpose is to be here in the present moment, to have your attention fully on what's going on inside of your body, to be fully in a state of self-acceptance for where you are, and to be able to receive the guidance that life is giving you in each and every moment, that is our primary purpose. So primary purpose is, is, is the first and foremost. And what often people often get confused between primary purpose and secondary purpose, which is what we do. Primary purpose is who we are, it's who we're being. So when you prioritize who you're being, your secondary purpose, which is what you do from that state of being, comes to you. You don't have to worry about that. That will, that will come. Prioritize the energy that you're showing up as. I guarantee you, your life purpose will reveal itself to you. So I, I hope that helps. Um, thank you, Joan, for that question. And I got another question here from Myrtle Doll 5 thinking I'm, I'm not worthy. And this is a really common one in a lot of the coaching that I do. And a lot of the coaching I've received has been a lot around that is like dealing with unworthiness, dealing with part of us that thinks we're not enough. And sometimes that part of us can really make us feel small. We can feel like we're not very confident. Maybe we don't want to speak up. And oftentimes unworthiness is coming from an experience that happened. Something happened to us in the past where we got shamed. Someone put us down. Someone told us we're not good enough. Someone judged us. Someone called us out and we felt really small and embarrassed and wanted to hide. And what happens is that left an emotional imprint. It like left a wound on our emotional body. And what happens is our mind created a belief around that wound that says, hey, I'm not, maybe I'm not worthy. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I shouldn't go out and speak up in public or, or start a business or, or follow my dreams. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Maybe I'm not good enough. Let's just play small. So our mind creates this belief around something that happened to us. It creates a belief around an emotion. And what happens is this belief gets reaffirmed by a story that our mind tells us. Don't do this. You'll never have enough time. You'll never make it. Give up now. It's not worth it. And that story gets reflected back into actions and your actions might result in limiting patterns of behavior that you're living by. You stay at a job you don't like, you eat foods that you don't, you should, aren't serving you. Whatever it is, those patterns of behavior become coping mechanisms to make up for an emotion that you don't want to feel, which is that shame that's underneath there. So if you're thinking you're not worthy, I would suggest slow down and get to the root of where the problem's coming from, which is usually an emotion that's held in the body and energy that's down there. Spending enough time with yourself and you'll start to get a clear idea of where that's coming from. So I hope that helps. Thanks for that question. I think we have one more here. I have a couple more. Nicoletta, accepting help from others. I'm great at giving advice, but struggle with receiving. So you know, I know Nicolette is an aspiring coach and, and when you're coaching and giving lots of advice to other people, I'm a big advocate for having your own coaches, having your own support network. Um, and a lot of the time, sometimes if you have questions, like I've been doing this weekend, is like asking those questions to nature. Ask that question to something greater than yourself. If you're, if you're confused on what to do next, you know, ask life. Ask life to show me what to do. Nature, show me what to express through me. What do you want to use this vessel for? We often forget that like when we ask life questions, we, we're always given the answers. And I said earlier that sometimes those answers don't come straight away. We have to wait a little bit. Might take a week, might take a few days. So ask the question and the answer will come. The speed on which the answer will come will depend on your ability to be in aligned with the present moment. You know, if you're 
searching and wanting the answer to come sooner than it's ready, you're blocking it from receiving it. Ask the question, life, what do you want to use me for? Or help me with this next step. I need some guidance. Show me what I need to let go of. And fall back into the present moment. Focus on being here now and your answer will come. I've got no doubt about that. And better yet, if you still don't get answers, you're still struggling with something external, I would suggest finding help from someone who's done what you're already seeking to do or you're needing to get guidance on. Thank you, Nicoletta. Great question. Live my reflection says challenges from last week are related to letting go of people who do not invest or reciprocate energy, reciprocate the energy you give. Yeah, I would say for me, when it comes to like investing energy in other people, you know, where kind of our attention is our energy. So when we give our attention to others, we're giving our energy to them. And when we go into these encounters with other people, if we have expectations on them reciprocating energy back, I feel we're always set up to be let down. And which is why when it comes to going to spend time with people who aren't, we know aren't probably going to give us back the energy we're giving to them, it becomes even more important that we prioritize our own energy before we go out and give to others, right? So like spending enough time in self-reflection and in, in getting clear on what it is that you need, having self-love, charging up your own inner energy system before you going out and go, hey, I'm so topped up with love and gratitude right now. I'm going to give it to any, everyone because I don't need anything in return. I'm good. But if we go out and we're not fully, fully charged and we're like giving energy to this person and that person and we're getting more and more drained and when, then we start to get upset that we're not receiving things in return and then that's when resentment starts to build right because we're so drained and upset because we're giving so much but not getting enough back we start to feel that sense of like it's a it's like frustration and resentment that goes away when we just become our own supercharger we don't need anyone else to charge us up we've charged ourselves up so much that we can just give selflessly and oftentimes when we start giving from that place, selfless giving of attention, time and energy, it starts to flow back because we no longer need it to come back. We become the, the generator to live. I hope that helped. If anything resonated, for guys who, who tuned in today, if anything resonated, be sure to um, send me a message. And I'd be happy to dive deeper on anything I spoke about today. Otherwise, I'm going to be having heaps more of these coming, more podcasts coming, more lives coming. Thanks so much, guys, for, for tuning in. Great start to my Monday out here. And this, is, this has been a good way to kick things off and keep the momentum going. Have an amazing week. Love you all. Thank you very much. Stay well. See you in the next one. Hey, there we have it, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And yeah, look, if you made it this far, cool. Here's my voice again in your ear. And I'm going to make one more request for you is go ahead and subscribe and leave a comment on the podcast page because I'm really putting a lot of focus and attention on getting this podcast out to more people because I know what I'm putting in here can serve and bring value to people. And it would mean a lot if you got value from this to to leave some feedback and, and subscribe so you stay up to date with what's coming up. Um, and as always, follow me on Instagram. And I love hearing from you. It's at State Shifters. And until the next episode, guys, thank you so much and I appreciate you.